Well, hey, hey, welcome, skinny peeps. Today is September 19th, 2017. My name is Bevan Caramello, and you are listening to your weekly Skinny with Jesus. I am so very excited to be back with all of you today. I really have missed our time together over the past couple of weeks. Um, As many of you know, I've been in Haiti on a mission trip with an organization over there called Core Love, and their primary focus is orphan care. Um, after the verse in Isaiah chapter 1, it's verse 17, that tells us to defend the orphan. And it's a really beautiful story how it, how it all got started. Um, it's a beautiful calling. Um, it's a hard calling. And we were privileged to step into that with Corla for a week and serve alongside of an amazing team of people. Um, we were at an, an orphanage for most of the time. And we spent a great deal of time with the kiddos there doing BBS activities and playing games with them and and dancing and singing and and, um, so much. But we also spent a good amount of time with the nannies who take care of them every morning while um, the men in our team were outside uh, building and and working doing building type projects. God had put it on my heart to spend time with the nannies and he actually put the nannies on my heart months ago when he told me we were to make disciples who will make disciples and um, that's what we did we spent our mornings every morning for a week pouring into the nannies and, and doing bible study with them and delivering some messages that God put very clearly on my heart that he had for them and it was just an incredible time together. We had a translator um, who actually I was privileged to baptize while we were there. Um, just so amazing, the work that God did. Uh, and baptized on Thursday, September 14th, no less, which was my birthday. So uh, it was just a really incredible time over there. And I know that I um, that I told you that we were going to be starting our new fall series this week, but I want to push that to next week so that I can share a little bit of the message with you that God gave me for them, for the nannies while we were over there. Um, we spent a lot of time in Isaiah 61. That is, God had me there for months um, before we left working on these messages. And so specifically verse three, I want to read for us here and then just talk a little bit with you about uh, what, what we talked about with the nannies while we were over there. So specifically one key part of this verse where it says, they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. Okay. So the beginning of Isaiah 61 talks about, all the things that the anointed ones will do for God, okay? And so it's it, it's specifically prophecy that that is talking about the coming Christ in the New Testament. But also Isaiah is writing this, and he's claiming it for himself. And it's and it's all of us who are anointed with the Holy Spirit to go and do what God has called us to do. It says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. And it goes on to, um, to talk about to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes and skip on down. It says, they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord, meaning a planting by God, planted by God for the display of his splendor. And and that right there, they will be called oaks of righteousness. The oaks of righteousness are those that God has 
called and anointed to preach the good news to the poor and, and to continue in all those things that we just read. And so um, as I challenged them, the nannies, and I call them their mamas, all their mamas, I challenged them while we were there to realize their calling and to step into that calling, you know, to realize that they have all been strategically planted where they are by God, planted in that orphanage as nannies to these 72 children, planted in their neighborhoods, back in their villages, planted there next to those neighbors, planted in their family. They have been planted strategically by God, that they've been called to raise up the next generation of Haiti. I mean, they're not just raising their own kids. They're also raising 72 little uh, warriors for the kingdom, if they do it right. You know, that they've been called to make disciples who will make disciples, that they've been called to bring the good news of Jesus Christ to a dry and thirsty land. You guys, Haiti is so thirsty, um, both for physical water and spiritual water. And now that we are back in the States, you know, it, it occurred to me that we all need this same message. Um, my husband Brian and I went out to breakfast yesterday to celebrate my birthday again here in the United States. We'd already celebrated Haitian style, um, but we he had taken the day off. And so we just went and, and grabbed breakfast together and we were talking and, you know, both of us just kind of had to acknowledge that after being back in the States, there was a certain level of just spiritual dryness that we were both experiencing. Um, I think primarily because over there we were just so dependent upon God for everything and we were just trusting him for enough light to take the next step every day all day long it, there's there's not a whole lot else around you and so we were so in step with the spirit and then to be back it was kind of culture shock some things were really good coming back. You know, I really had missed air conditioning and hot water and being able to brush my teeth, water that came out of the tap. So there was a lot of comforts that, that were there from coming home, but also a certain level of, like I said, spiritual dryness because we are so busy here. Our culture, as a culture, there's a lot of noise and a lot of chaos and a lot of busyness and a lot of um, things around us that are are vying for our attention and our time and and so it's a little bit harder to discern the voice of God it was a little bit harder if my husband and I were talking about it, it was just um, just a level of awareness that we had after walking after being so in touch with God for a week to then come back and and all of a sudden realize we were having to to fight and work a lot harder to feel as connected to him and as close to him. And so I want to share a little bit with you, um, a little bit more with you about this message um, that God gave me about that we are all oaks of righteousness, that we've been planted where we are by God to do what he's called us to do and that it's for the display of his splendor. I mean, that means we bring joy to God. And that we bring him glory when we shine for him, you know, and we need to, just like these nannies, as I was challenging them to step into their calling, we need to step into our calling as well. We need to know and believe and live as though we've been planted by God 
That's not just for them. That's all of us too. We need to make disciples who will make disciples. And we need to be bringing Jesus to those around us. You know, the United States is thirsty for him too. And granted, it looks differently here than it does in Haiti. Um, the level of poverty over there is impossible to ignore. But we are no less dry and damaged here. We're just better at covering it up with our resources and our money and all of our pretty things. And so I want to contrast this, what we see here in Isaiah 61, that they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting by God for the display of his splendor. I want to contrast that with another verse in Isaiah that talks about a different type of oak tree. Okay. And this is in Isaiah chapter one, it's verses 30 and 31. And it says, you will be like an oak with fading leaves, like a garden without water. The mighty man will become tender, T-I-N-D-E-R, so tender like firewood. And you guys, do you see the contrast here? We've got one, we've got one verse that talks about these oaks of righteousness, a, a planting by God for the display of his splendor. And then we've got these, this other oak tree here that's it's an oak with fading leaves, like a garden without water, an oak tree that becomes firewood. And I shared this with the, the nannies over there as well, because the huge difference here in these two oak trees is their water source. One is tapped in to a water source, and the other is like a garden without water. So one becomes a planting by God for the display of his splendor. The other one becomes like firewood. You know, and it's no coincidence that the book of John, I'm going to turn there now. If you guys want to turn with me, it's John chapter 7, verses 37 and 38. It's no coincidence that, um, that these verses here, this is Jesus talking. And he says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. Because Jesus is our water source. And if we are plugged into our water source, if we are drinking him in, because he is the, the well that never runs dry, we can have as much of him as we want. And we will become oaks of righteousness. Or we can stay to ourselves and not make time for God. And look just like the rest of the world around us, spiritually dry, spiritually thirsty, an oak with fading leaves that becomes like firewood. Um, so I was just, I was so convicted as I sat down to, to work through our message for today and realizing that, you know, the message God had me take to those mamas in Haiti, it's not just for them, it's for me too, it's for us too. Where's our water source? Who is our water source? We have to stay plugged into the water source. We have to stay plugged into Jesus if we want to live into our calling. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you so much 
for this message from you today. I thank you, Lord, for your son, Jesus, who is our eternal water source. Father, I pray that you would help us, that you would challenge us, that you would grow us straight into our calling, Lord, to be a planting for your splendor. Lord, I just pray that um, that you would help us grow to be who you want us to be. And that we would not be overwhelmed by this calling to make disciples who make disciples. That we would not be overwhelmed by the idea of preaching the good news to the poor. That we would be excited by it that we would trust you, knowing that we don't have to do it alone. That your last words, Jesus, to your disciples after the Great Commission, when you told them to go and make disciples and to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, you said, and surely I will be with you to the very end of the age. You told them right then and there that they weren't going to have to do it on their own, that you were going to be with us the entire time because you knew that we would be overwhelmed sometimes and you knew that we would be fearful and you knew that sometimes we were going to feel ill-equipped or inadequate. So Father God, I just pray right now that you just help us live into that calling. I thank you, Lord, for each person on this call, both today and in the future. I thank you, Lord, for this time together. I thank you for the way that you are speaking to each one of us through your word and through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for being here today. Uh, We will be starting our new series next week, so be sure to tune in. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be a good one. I'll give you a little hint. It's going to have something to do with all of life's little interruptions. Okay, we're going to be looking at divine interruptions in the Bible and several different people's stories over the coming weeks. So please tune in. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right here next Tuesday at 2. That's Central Standard Time. And I post all of these calls on our Weekly Skinny Facebook page as well. So if you miss the live call, you can always find it there. You can listen to the playback. It's good for a week until next week's live call replaces it. So if you're not already a member of our Facebook page, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to add you there. It's super easy. Just search Weekly Skinny in Facebook and add yourself there. All are welcome. Once I see it, I'll approve it. Please feel free to invite your friends, family. Uh, For those of you within Rodana Field, invite your teams. That's how this whole thing originally came to be. Um, Rodan Fields, we, we get a lot of our training through calls just like this. And um, it's almost a year ago this week, guys, that the skinny was launched. And um, God just put it on my heart to start a training call for Jesus. And so that's what we're doing here. I love it when you guys plug in. I love to hear from you. So uh, find us on Facebook. Until next time, I'll be praying God's blessing for you and yours. Bye now.